Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So... What's your weird story? Hello, Weirdsville. Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. I hope you're having a great week. Hoping that you're finding the fall weather to your liking. I know that I am. Thank the Lord. We finally got a little bit of break in the heat, man. So... Uh, thankful for that. I love the cool weather. I'm your host, Barry Johnston. With me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Adam Beebe. How are you, Adam? I am doing well. Thank you very much, Barry. How are you, sir? Doing good. Doing good. You know, we were rapping a little bit uh, about this uh, subject before we started, and uh, I'd like to continue it, uh, which is uh, some some good wrestling, old-school wrestling uh, documentaries and, uh, and just watching wrestling – in the 80s, growing up yep. here in rural Oklahoma, and trying to get the Mid-South wrestling connection through the, the, the rabbit ears on the TV. Sometimes you couldn't get it all the time. Yep, yep. Yeah, I was telling Barry uh, before we recorded how I'd been watching this the series, The Dark Side of the Ring, which is a documentary series that Vice puts out. And the subject matter is uh, just these really just is professional wrestling, and uh, Barry and I both love documentaries. And uh, this is just a, it's always a fascinating world to look into, especially you know we loved wrestling when we were little kids growing up, big time, yeah. And uh, we were talking about how uh, the Von Ericks, how we loved them out of Texas, and how hard it was to get those that channel to come in. You know, yep. we really had to fiddle with the rabbit ears. Yeah, to to to, to be able to receive that, and it yeah. wasn't constant. And that was, yeah. a, I think, that was Saturday night. Yeah, and, and then the uh, Rock and Roll Express. You remember the Rock oh, and yeah. Roll Express? Yeah. Oh yeah, love that. I met those guys at a comic convention. Did a few you really, years ago, dude? Dude, they're just, <laughs> just talking my ear off, man. Ricky Morton, really? The uh, the blonde guy was just he man. He talked a mile a minute, you know, and he had the, his. <laughs> Deep Georgia type Southern accent. I think they're from Georgia, but he's cool. Southern accent. Super nice guys, oh, dude. Yeah. Super nice guys, and they talked to me forever. And I talked about how, um, you know, like we loved him, and my brother would get the bandanas and put them on like they did, you know, yeah, whenever yeah, yeah, they were yeah. there in yep. the South and everything, and how much because they had, they looked like David Lee Roth, you know, like they tried yeah. to get that like glam thing, yeah, you know, the tights and the and the big dangly um the 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 uh handkerchiefs and stuff yeah. that they would wear all over themselves great look man great look yeah yeah awesome stuff i always loved um uh, mr wrestling too yeah uh, yeah yeah just because he had the mask he had that lucha mask any i loved any wrestler that had a mask you yeah, know? yeah yeah i mean yeah. Though, to me that's like even one step closer to a superhero. Yes, you know? absolutely, so. man. Yeah, the mask was always the the cool thing, man. Remember, uh, 
was it Dr. What was his name, man? Dr. Dr. Death Steve Dr. Williams? Dr. Death, yes, man. <laughs> he was one of the best mask guys, you know? Yeah. No, no, he wasn't mask. Oh, he, he wasn't was mask. Who am I Dr. thinking Death of? Dr. Death was the guy who was the, he was a Sooner football player and yeah, wrestler. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now, who was the, who? but who was the mask guy? Wasn't there a, wasn't there another dude? There probably was. Oh, man, I can't remember, dude. But yeah, and then the Junkyard Dog. Oh, you know, man. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you remember your dad took us to um, yes. one of the WWF? Like, uh, it, he took us to Mid South. Was it Mid South? Uh, yeah, it was for my brother's birthday one Junkyard year. Junkyard Dog, right? He wrestled, yep. I remember. Yep. And I think, was like, it maybe Kamala? Dog or something like that. Kamala may have been I there. I think Kamala was there. I remember Leaping Lanny Popo was there. Do you remember yep. Leaping Lanny Popo? Dude, that yep. guy was. Rand, he was crazy. Uh, yeah, dude. Randy Savage's brother. I, and, and that's so crazy because you didn't. I did not put that together until way yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, that was a fun uh, little stroll down memory lane that we had. And we just wanted to share it with you guys a little yeah. bit there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, just you know, just some fun here at the top. But uh, we've got a great show for you guys today. If you're still with us past that wrestling talk, <laughs> yeah. God bless you for hanging with us. Yeah. But uh, we're moving on, and totally different from that as our guest Robin. And Robin is man, such a, a great guest to have. She's full of just great positive energy and some great stories. She is a uh, she's a medium, a psychic, and she's had these powers all her life and um, just got some great stuff to share. And uh, so, yeah, let's, let's, uh, shall we get to it? Let's get to it. Robin, thank you for joining us here on the What's Your Weird Story podcast. What's your weird story? Hi, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Nice to meet you all. Well, uh, this is a personal story that I had as a probably about 15 years old. I'm 47 now, so this is a long time ago, and I I cannot forget about this. Um, I lived, my my father passed away when I was 13. Mm-hmm. He had cancer, and um, so I lived at home with my mom. I had two older siblings, so they were already married and out of the house, and I was the young one that was left. And my mom was. A very uh, sweet woman. She was very kind and but extremely religious. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very religious. Took it very seriously. Practiced three, four times a week. You know, so that I, I was brought up in a household that was, um, you know, all about God and the good angels and you know, learning all about the Bible and yeah, yeah. all that stuff. So I respect it. Um, but anyway, so she had a a Bible study at her house every week, I believe is a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Starts at 7.30 at night, and a handful of people from the church comes down and the house, and, and uh, we sit around, and there's usually a, a dialogue. And that lasts about an hour. People hang out afterwards, and they go home. So it's over about 8.30. People leave like 9. Yeah. So we're putting away all the furniture you know, the, the setup, the stair, the, mm-hmm. the, what I'm trying to say is the chairs and move the couch back to its original spot. And I go in my room and I change my clothes and I'm getting ready for bed. But I'm a late person. I like to stay up till one o'clock in the morning. And yeah. my mom's an, 
someone that goes to bed around nine. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so I'm in my room. The house is quiet. We didn't have any pets. So no dogs, no cats, just me and my mom. And uh, we lived kind of in a rough neighborhood. Mm. Um, but it was a pretty quiet night. And uh, nobody else was in the house. And uh, I was doing a little homework. Got tired, sleepy, whatever. Decided to go to bed. Probably around midnight. And uh, <laughs> I'm laying in bed and I start getting sleepy. And all of a sudden I hear like tapping noise. Something from the window. But it's not my window. In my bedroom. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Maybe that's my mom. You know, you check it off as something else. Like, oh, whatever. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it sounded like it was coming from the kitchen, which which is across the house on the other side. I'm like, well, that's kind of weird. And then it sounded like someone was trying to slide the window open. And this Ooh. is an old school window, not one of those fancy old metal windows. Yeah. And um, it sounded like someone was sliding the window. And I'm like, oh my goodness, what is... It was very distinctive. Everything was very distinctive. And I'm like, is someone breaking in? Am I asleep? Thinking that way. So I sat sat up in my bed. And at a very early age, I was always aware of, is this my imagination? Is mm-hmm. it me? Because I yeah. love watching horror stories and movies, and <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. I love psychic stuff and paranormal anything. And yeah, I'm yeah. like, so I sat up in bed, and I and I pinched my arm, and I said, "Okay, I am awake. I feel that. I remember yeah. saying that to myself, tapping my hands. I feel that. In the meantime, uh, there's metal blinds." hanging from the window mm-hmm. an old school metal blind and it sounded yeah. like someone was running their their hands up and down it it was making that that metal sound like yeah that yeah clank. and yeah. i'm like what i'm like this is crazy and then it then it sounds like someone is opening the blinds like pulling it up i'm like okay is this my mom she's in bed no this is weird so I get kind of freaked out thinking that someone's coming in the house. Two women in a house in a bad neighborhood. Come on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm still sitting up in my bed, and then I'm, I'm running through all these scenarios. You know, I remember my father saying, if anyone broke in the house, don't move. Pretend you're asleep. Let them take what they want. Then they'll get out of there. They won't bother you. You yeah. hope, right? Right. <laughs> so I'm like, should I do that? Or should I run to my mom? Should I call 911? I'm scared. I'm shaking. I don't know what to do. So, all of a sudden, I hear that thumping sound. Like, one foot came over out of the window. I mean, into the window, onto the counter. And then another foot. And it sounded like a boot. A Mm. very distinctive uh, heel-to-toe sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. Someone's in the house. This is so real. I got up. I, I peeked out the hallway because it was a long hallway. I hate hallways so much. Even at 47 years old, I hate hallways. <laughs> and, I, I, and the house was dark. And I looked down to the left. It was dark. I looked to the right. It was dark. It was quiet. And then all of a sudden, I hear the drawer, the sound of the drawer opening 
where you have your utensils, uh-huh. like your knives yeah. and your forks, and it was making that clanking sound. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no way my mom's in there cooking or, you know, at midnight. My mom does not do that. So I ran to her room, which was right next to mine. I flipped on the light, looked at her to make sure she was alone. And I closed the door and I said, Mom, there's someone in the I was very quiet. Mom, there's someone in the house. Oh, my God, call 911. So I had my back towards the door. I was ready to, like, block this door. No one's coming in. And my mom, poor thing, she was frantic, half asleep. What's going on? I said, just call 911. So... Um, she calls and I'm shaking. I'm literally shaking. Okay. Yeah. And mind me, mind, you know, straight. I'm already a psychic medium and Mm -hmm. I had a lot of experiences in that house, but this was so real. It, it, it still makes me nervous talking about it today. Like, Oh my God. Like, Oh, you feel it. And so my mom hang, you know, hangs up or or she's talking to them, the 911 and, she says to me, we have to go to the front door because the cops are here. We have to, um, and we had an alarm system. So it was weird that the alarm system never went off either. Right. Yeah. So we ran together in our night clothes, you know, two women running to the front door. <laughs> and my mom, I swear, she has that house on lockdown. She's got the chain up, you know, she's got the yeah, yeah, heavy yeah. duty lock. And then it's yeah, complicated. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's got yes. the code to the alarm. So she's yes. punching in the numbers. I'm frantically unlocking the chain <laughs> and the door. And there's this this man standing there, this cop, you know, this policeman. And I'm like, thank God. And, of course, my mom locks the screen door. So that's her. And uh, we open the door. He said, well, you need to come outside so I can check your house. Right, right. And uh, in the meantime, my mom, he asked my mom, what did you hear? And she's like, nothing. I was asleep. My daughter woke me up. He looks at me like, all right, this kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I could already feel like, man, you know, no one's going to believe me. Yeah. So he had a step at the, at the, at the sidewalk in front of the house. He goes, just stand over there by the car and, and uh, I'm going to go look in the house. And I was, he was by himself. And he, you know, um, went through the living room, the kitchen. Um, I told him everything I was hearing. I heard someone come through the window, and it sounded like they were grabbing for a knife or a fork or something. I guess Spirit wants to make a sandwich. I don't know. <laughs> right, and, um, right. <laughs> he's like, okay. And then he walked to the family room, and, and there in there was a uh, washer and dryer. My mom's house is like a circle, one big circle. Mm, so okay. he opened up the washroom. He went to the restrooms. He checked under the bed he checked all the doors and windows he checked everything the coat closet everything he checked the attic because we had an attic and he checked the garage which there was no access to the house from the garage nothing the kitchen was perfect nothing was disturbed and the thing is is the weird thing is is that um I had heard the window slide open. I heard the metal uh, blinds moving up and down because it's not mm-hmm. quiet yeah. when you open it. And then I remembered, wait a minute, 
My mom put in a bay window. Oh, wow. She had just recently done that. And at 15, I forgot she did it. She did like six months yeah. prior. Yeah. But when, while I was in bed at midnight, one o'clock in the morning, you kind of forget about that. Like, oh, right. someone's coming in the window. And right. my mom, you know, the cop left. He said, if there's any problems, you know, to give him a call. And my mom looked at me like, it must have been a mouse. That was her denial. Right. Right. And uh, bless her heart. And uh, I, I walked through the house like, no, this wasn't a mouse. This wasn't a rat. Yeah. It was very distinctive. I sat up in bed. And I remember standing in the kitchen looking at the window. And I touched the blind. So I'm like, that's the sound it made. I said, right. but the window has a very small opening. And it's right. just for, uh, just to open it for a little breeze. Yeah. Nobody can right. fit through it. And yeah. I'm like, that's weird. Really weird. And I, and even at my age now, I, I'll never forget that story. And um, that's amazing. It's, that's amazing. That's intense. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more if you're interested. Oh, yeah. Um, did you, well, <laughs> let me ask you, did your mom, did, so you have psychic abilities or you have mm -hmm. these things. Is that something that you, your mother was aware of at that time? Oh, yeah. I, um, okay. as a really little, like a little kid, I would feel things or mm -hmm. I never saw anything when I was growing up. I never saw a spirit or a ghost or whatever you want to call okay. it. But I would be like in the family room watching TV and I would hear someone talking in the other room. But yeah. nobody was home but me. You know, right. um, or yeah. or all of a sudden I would walk home from school and my mom worked and um, yeah. she didn't get home to almost six thirty, seven o'clock at night and I would get off the bus and walk to my front door by three thirty. Mm -hmm. So I had a few yeah. hours where I was by myself and and uh, I remember walking up to my house. Sometimes I walk right in, felt fine, everything was great. Other times I'd walk to my front door and I felt like someone was watching me from the front window. Mm. And I felt like there was a big hand saying, You're not welcome in here right now. And so wow. I would sit on the front porch and wait till my mom got home. And she would be mad that I would sit out there because it wasn't safe. Right. And right. she would always call me from work. Make sure I got home safely. Make sure the doors were locked. And with me not answering the phone, and back then there was no cell phones. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm sitting on the porch because I didn't feel wanted or needed in the house. Right. So I grew up. Can you imagine? Afraid. I was afraid. Well, so that, yeah, that and you you put it in great perspective because like we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have computers, <laughs> like. Like we're you know latchkey yeah. kids, you get home before your parents do. You get take care of yourself, and then you get you have a situation where you're you're living sort of in an uninvited you know atmosphere where you feel like you're not supposed to be there, and that's got to be especially as a kid. That's that's a really yeah. disconcerting situation. You're not safe. Don't feel safe all the time at home. Yes, yes, and you know even um what I was was going to bring up it's a very very short story but i remember um before my father passed away like i said he had cancer mm -hmm. uh bless his heart um he would make trips to mexico for treatment cancer treatments and it was mm -hmm. a lot um cost effective yeah um yeah, back then yeah. and um and there were times where my mother traveled with him 
Um, and I was home by myself or my brother, you know, he was a single guy, but he would stay with me at the house. Yeah. And um, um, things were different back then. You know, yeah. kids could be left alone for hours and hours and people didn't think anything yes. of it. Yes. And uh, I remember one time uh, my brother and I were out shopping, kind of spending the day together, hanging out for a couple hours. And I used to get headaches a lot. And now that I'm older, I realize that those headaches were probably from spirit, from uh, mm. absorbing energies, huh. ne- mm-hmm. possibly negative energies. Mm. I was mm. always tired. I always needed a nap. And my naps were like not 30 minutes. It was like two hours, mm. you know, and yeah. I always needed 10 yeah. hours of sleep, 10, 12 hours of sleep every night. And yeah. um, wow. thinking about it now. Um, educating myself, I, I have a feeling, you know, I was drained. I was tired. And right. um, anyway, I, rem- That's interesting. I remember my brother saying, hey, I'm going to go pick up a pizza for dinner. Do you want to go with me? You want to stay here? And I'm like, oh, you go ahead. I want to go to my room. And he's like, all right. So I'm in my room. He takes off. He already ordered it. So it's only going to take him 20 minutes to go pick it up, bring it back. It's around the corner. No big deal. So I'm in my room and I'm a big, I used to be a big Barbie girl, you know, play with my Barbies. And, yeah. And uh, I don't know how old I was at the time, maybe 12, 11. And I'm in my room doing my thing. And all of a sudden I got this feeling like someone's watching me. Just kind of that eerie. Mm-hmm. So I turn around and look at my doorway. There's no one there. And uh, I always was a sign to me that something's near me even at that age and then all of a sudden i heard people talking in the family room and i freaked out i was like oh my god there's no one in the house but me and the voices were of my parents oh wow oh my father was i mean he was six two big tall guy and he was the life of every party. If he walked into your house for dinner, he would be like, hey, everyone. It was very loud. My mom was very quiet. Mm. And I couldn't hear what they were saying. It was like, it was like Charlie Brown's parents. Totally. And But I could tell it was them. Right. And I got so scared. I hid between my bed and the wall and I had to pee and I was like, I got to go to the bathroom so bad and I'm holding it and holding it. And it felt like eternity. So my brother showed up. I finally got enough, you know, nerve to jump up, run to the bathroom, lock the door and use the restroom. And I waited until my brother got home and how do you explain that at 11 years old? Yeah. You know, yeah. and there's no paranormal yeah. shows on. The the, the only yeah. thing I ever knew was Poltergeist. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, back, Us too. Back then. And, and yeah. uh, you know, I felt bad for now when I look back on it. I think I think back on all those people that are have psychic abilities that didn't know what to do with it back then. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that. Was that, the, was that the same house? Yes. Okay. Same house. Damn. I know, right? That sounds like I was pretty active in a <laughs> yeah, way, huh? It was. And he, now what age did you what age did you live did you did you grow up there like like from day one? Yep. 
I was born and raised okay. there. They bought that house brand new in, in 1971. Oh, okay. And uh, my mom actually passed away about two years ago, and we um, sold that house two years ago. So uh, Wow. I know. Crazy, So huh? you bought it new, so it wasn't an old home that was there no, no. before. Wow. But, Which is interesting. But the lands, it's, you know, it could be the lands. Um, yeah. It could right. be anything, yeah. really. I've had yeah. several. In fact, you know what's funny is I have some Facebook friends. Um, that I went to school with because I went to the same school from kindergarten all the way to high school with the same yep. bunch of people. Yep. And there was a girlfriend of mine who lived across the street. And uh, her and I talked over the years. We're still friends. She still sends me messages of, how you doing? She's told me about stories in her house. But at that age, her and I didn't talk about it. Right. And we, mm. we used to hang out all the time. My parents were friends with her parents and you know, they would hang out and have dinner. and yeah. But um, as we got older, she's like, did you ever feel anything at my house? Because I would hear cabinets opening. and Wow. And I'm like, really? Yeah. So it has to be the that land. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's wild. It is wild. But, you know, um, it's funny. My mom is so funny. She was always in denial of it. Oh, no, it's your imagination. Oh, you yeah. were dreaming. Oh, but over the years, um, I, mo- you know, I moved out at 18. Every once in a while, she'll, t- oh, I heard something weird last night. Mm. Oh, you know, for some reason, my alarm went off three times last night. Oh, wow. Or, you know, someone was knocking on my door, mm. you know, um, trying yeah. to get her attention. Yeah. Right, but yeah. she's like, and I could tell by looking at her, she believed it, mm-hmm. but she didn't yeah. want to talk about it too much. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah. yeah. Is anyone is anyone else in your family have the same sort of abilities, or or are you the only? No. Um. In fact, you're gonna laugh because it really comes from my mom's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Like right. my great grandmother was a healer, mm. a, you know, clairvoyant medium. Wow! I have aunts and uncles who are the same. Um, okay. I don't really know them very well. We didn't really hang out with them growing up, but I've heard little stories, you know, over mm-hmm. the years. Yeah. And then my sister has abilities. Um, my brother is very psychic. Wow. Um, okay. And then in my niece, nieces and nephews, they all have abilities. We're all, it's interesting how it is because we're all so different, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. in my house, I keep it very clean and I'm, I'm very aware of my feelings and thoughts and I sage a lot and I pray. Um, mm-hmm. But every so often my niece will come over and she'll be like, who's that lady in the corner? And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm like, well, I'm not <laughs> even, I don't even pick up on that energy. Wow. So right. That's you might have a psychic ability and we're just all different and unique yeah yeah that's fascinating it is we've heard we've heard that you know that different people it manifests itself differently in different people that's weird that you're that your uh <laughs> your your family picks up on different things yeah um do you now we don't have to go into detail but do you pick things up in the place that you're at now or 
is it pretty clean as far as that's concerned? You know, it's funny. Uh, everywhere I have ever lived, and I've moved into a lot of houses and apartments and mm-hmm. condos, and when I'm looking for a house to buy or rent, mm-hmm. I always tap in, so to speak. Right. I go, I use my senses. That's what it means okay. for me when I say tap in. Sight, smell, yeah. um, mm-hmm. do I hear anything? Do I, little hairs in the back of my neck stuck? stand up um, right just you know you ever walk somewhere and it just like that person just seems off you yeah, know yeah, or yeah, something yeah. doesn't seem oh, right yeah. it's the same thing with a house sure um yeah just i use my senses and with this property here in tennessee it's funny because when we we flew out here to see it it was kind of like sight unseen and uh yeah. we came out here because we had to make a quick deal Oh, wow. And right. I walked around. My family was with us, and we were looking at the houses because we all live on the same property. And I didn't feel anything. Nothing. Wow. And I feel like I'm protected in a way. Huh. Okay. Um, I'm, I pray a lot. I'm, I don't force my opinion on anybody my religious beliefs but for me i'm very spiritual mm-hmm. uh, spiritual meaning like i love the trees and the ocean and all that stuff but i also believe yeah, yeah. in a higher power i mean there has to be something and the angels right. and mm-hmm. and sure. um but to be honest it was about two months ago um it was really hot outside and our air conditioner broke and that's a lot of fun out here in Tennessee with the yeah. humidity. Yeah. yeah. Humidity. yeah. And, I, and I couldn't sleep. And I had my bedroom window open. And I'm sitting up in bed. And there's a shed that we need to tear down because it's kind of broken. No one uses it. And we just haven't got around to it. And I saw a lady standing there. Wow. And I'm just like, whoa, there's a lady standing there. I'm like, okay. I see her. She sees me. All right, cool. And then that was it. I never saw her again. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I have seen things moving in because there's a forest. You know, I've seen things moving. I don't always chalk it up as paranormal. I'm someone that's like, that could have been a cat. It could have been deer. It could have been a mouse. Who knows? Yes. Um, Yes. But I've seen where it looks like the shape of a person. Hmm. Okay. Just very briefly walk by. Wow. Three seconds worth walk by. Damn. Now, my sister has felt things. My niece has felt okay. things. and But wow. for some reason on this property, I don't feel anything. Okay. And I'm okay, I'm okay wow. with that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, wow. I do get feelings inside my house. And that's usually because I have a lot of clients. And when I have bookings, then... Their relatives will come, and I think they check me out. Like, who's Robin, and why should I go talk to her? Right. You know? Sure. So I think they check me out, and then after the reading, they take off. And but I'm always aware of it, and yeah, I protect myself. Well, you ha- yeah, you have a really positive thing, a positive, uh, f- good energy. Oh. And I, absolutely. And I'm not one of those people that is, you know, I don't know a ton about that stuff, but just, just, it's funny. We do this show every week, and we get to talk to a lot of different people, and you get the feeling when you're speaking to someone through this uh, technology sometimes that um, 
you know that's a, it's it's a good thing you oh. know and so well thank you that's cool that yeah no it's cool that you've um you've kind of embraced that in your life and you haven't shunned it away yeah. you know um yeah and and it sounds like your mom and your family is is uh is totally cool and has helped you sort of you know be okay with that i know a lot of people grow up in situations where they can't you know express those things because it's looked down upon sure. yeah. in a lot of ways yeah and uh well so I, it's cool that you yeah well i knew i knew growing up that i couldn't talk to my mom about it right um my father was more open-minded to it because he liked ghosties stories and stuff like that but he was sick a lot so yeah. I didn't bother him too much. Yeah. Um, and then my sister uh, was already married with her family and kids. and But it wasn't until I was an adult that I could have these conversations with my family and compare notes, so to speak. And we're like, what? You too? No way. Right. <laughs> and it kind of validates it, you know, because mm-hmm. growing up, I'm like, am I weird? Is there something wrong with me? And how can people... Look at me funny, and I'm such an open person that it's like, have you ever experienced anything like that? And tell me your story. And yeah, yeah. you know, I think it's fascinating. But um, I definitely didn't use my mom's church because I know that they were highly against everything. But yeah, um, so yeah. I just thought maybe there was something wrong with me, you know. But it wasn't until I got much older that I realized, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> Say, Barry. Yeah. What's the weirdest job you've ever had? Yeah, that's a good question. It would either have to be the time that I worked at a cattle feedlot or the time that I worked for a Greek painter. Were you his model? Uh, not quite. You know, it's funny because one of my weirdest jobs was being in a model in art school, but it was portraits, not full body nude. The reason I'm asking is because those jobs may be kind of normal, but we know people are out there that have weirder jobs than that. Maybe you're a mortician. Maybe you're a scientist trying to bring back the dinosaurs or the woolly mammoth. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. If you guys out there have weird jobs, unusual jobs, crime scene photographer, maybe you worked at an adult educational film set. If you know what I mean, wink, wink. Just something that's unusual, out of the ordinary, and, you know, a little bit weird. Hey, those are cool stories, too. We'd love to hear those. So give us a call or an email or whatever. You know how to get a hold of us. Be part of the community of Weirdsville. Um, I have yeah. one more quick story if you're interested. Yeah, oh, yeah. of course. <laughs> right away. We love yeah. it. So yeah, of course. This is a um, story my mom even experienced, uh, which is funny. Uh, growing up um, with my mom, she had a, a TV in an armoire. Mm-hmm. So it was sitting, it was one of those old school TVs. I call it the big butt TVs, you know? It has the big back end. Yeah, the big yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's tucked in. Has the two doors that open. And she had this little miniature clock. It was a black, uh, maybe a $10 clock. It was a square. Um, uh, Nothing fancy. It had the regular dials on there, the one one through 12, whatever. And she put it in the lower right-hand corner in front of the TV. It didn't block the TV, but it was her way of 
keeping track of the time to send me to bed <laughs> you know, or, you know, time to shut the TV off or Bible study or whatever. And um, the clock would move. No joke. The clock was very subtle. And mm. the clock could be facing you. And you're not paying that much attention to it because you're watching TV, you're doing whatever you're eating. And then you get up, go wash your hands or go to use the restroom, come back. The clock is turned a little bit. Oh, wow. So wow. Not too much where you're like, oh, what's wrong here? You kind of look at it and think, well, maybe someone bumped into the TV, you know, or so you put it back. Yeah. And then it moves again. But it's always... When you leave the room. Right, yeah. This happened to me alone. The clock is facing me. I'm watching cartoons. And I go in the kitchen, get, grab a snack, come back, sit down. It's turned another, like an inch. Wow. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's kind of weird. Oh, well. I ignore it, as a teenager would. Yeah. Get up, go <laughs> use the restroom. Do my homework, whatever. Come back, sit down, watch TV. It's now I see the back of the clock. Wow! I'm like, wait, I'm no one lives here but me, and my mom's at work. Yeah. So I never told my mom that. Never said anything. There was no point. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to scare her either. And um, it wasn't until years later she confronted me said, Robin, you don't want to know something weird. And I'm like, sure, Mom. She's like, little clock in front of the TV. I get up, and it moved. And I, I try to help her think about it. Mm -hmm. Mom, did yeah. you bump the cabinet? Or No, Robin, I don't, you know me. And my mom was tiny. She was barely five feet. Oh, wow. You know, 95 pounds, maybe 100 pounds. Just very yeah. petite. And she's like, no, no, I didn't bump into it. I'm like, okay. She goes, yeah, and I fixed it, put it back the way it was. And I come back into the room, turned again, but even more obvious. I said, okay, mom. I says, well, do you want me to sage your space? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> so it was cute hearing your little stories and... Yeah. I felt bad because I really wanted to go in there and stage your house and Yeah. But I think um growing up there and knowing the you know, the land, you know, just the the family living there, I could never figure out what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Who it was, what it was, but it definitely had a negative undertone. Yeah. Because in my experience with readings and talking to so many people that our loved ones, our ancestors come to us in such a loving way that they don't scare us. You know, they mm -hmm. don't mean to scare you. Yeah. yeah. And right. anything that pulls the sheets off your bed or, you know, makes your lights flicker or your door slam or the clock turn in my story or, someone coming through a window that's creepy you know yeah, that's yeah. not Heck comforting yeah. at all oh absolutely <laughs> well, let's see, the, absolutely the clock thing though to me seems a little bit 
less so on the you know on the on the creepy side i mean that's it's odd it's certainly odd and yeah it seems something's trying to get your attention you know but yeah. it that that seems a little more neutral sure. as far as but i mean granted that's just me hearing your story not being yeah. surrounded by and living in that house and growing up there and being aware of everything else that's been going Absolutely. on so i'm sure that i would feel a lot differently <laughs> Uh, if it had happened to me, so. Oh yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's um, you know, I wish I had a phone or a camera back then to document it. You know. Right. Uh, and just, I mean, I had my bit, my sheets getting tight on me and not oh, being wow. able to breathe. Oh. And I remember, oh, I remember down at my arms, and I could see the outline of my arms. You know, and I remember wow. trying to sleep and. All of a sudden, it's like someone sat on the side of the bed. Ooh. You know how the someone when yeah. someone sits, it moves a little bit. Yep. And I remember yes. being so scared, I would break out in a sweat. Wow. Mm. And I would just freeze, and I wouldn't look, I wouldn't move, I wouldn't do anything. But you know what saved me? To be honest with you, was watching that show with Chip Coffee, that medium. Uh, oh yeah, the yeah. paranormal children. I can't remember the name of it, but it's yeah, 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 yeah. Children yeah. of the paranormal, That's something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 At, the, yeah. at the time, I was living in Rio Vista, California, and I was married. And um, I remember having a conversation with my husband at the time, well, my ex-husband, and I and I said, you know, I just don't know what to do with these abilities. Why do I feel what I feel? And he's like, well, I don't know. Why don't you just ask God one day or ask the universe? You know, and I did. And I said, well, what do I do with this? And don't scare me because I'm used to those scary movies where things pop out at night. And and I didn't (laughs) want that. You know, I just if I have (laughs) if I have a gift, what do I do with it? Is it just for me or do I help other people? You know, and right. um, I really started researching it Mm -hmm. then. And I was in my 20s and. And that show was on um, at the time. So I, I can't remember the name of it. Children of the Paranormal or something like that. But it was just yeah. Chip Coffee. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. If, have you seen that show? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, my wife's a huge fan. I actually went during that time period. I told this story not too long ago on the podcast. But my wife got a like an evening with Chip Coffee. Okay. And and so we got to go see him um, at it was um, a college in Oklahoma City that we went to, had dinner and then he did his thing. Wow. It was it, yeah, it was really neat. Yeah, yeah he he was a really nice guy. Yeah, you know we got we got the pic you know the obligatory picture with Chip Coffee. Oh, you know? cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had a, we had a good time. But no, I liked I I enjoyed that show a lot. Yeah, I, he got it. He got his start on Paranormal State, right? I think. That, yeah, I believe I, so. Yeah, I think. With okay, Ryan yeah. or something. His name. Ryan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Oh yep. yeah, I watched all those. And, yep. You oh, know, yeah. and the and the thing is with TV is I take everything with a grain of salt. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't believe every single thing, but. You know, I have my own feelings and my own thoughts and about things and mm-hmm. I have a lot yeah. of experiences that I believe in. Um, but I took it with a grain of salt. Like, oh, my gosh, there's been stories of that 10 year old little girl. I had that experience, you know, or wow, Chip is empowering her. He's encouraging right. her. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, you know, showing her that you're not weird. You know, this is a gift and. 
And that really yeah. made me think about myself and and feel empowered and Oh yeah, I can imagine. Totally. Yeah, I mean we've 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 all got to find our people. Yeah, you're right. In life, you're right. And sometimes when you're confined to, no matter where you grow up, you can grow up in Los Angeles, you can grow up in the middle of nowhere where I grew up. If you're not surrounded by your people, and especially when you're young, and you think that like you're looking at all these other people and you think, oh. Like they're normal. They've got it together. They are cool. They they you know whatever it is that the whatever thing that you put on them is. Um, when you get older, you realize that um, as you evolve and you change as a person, those things that make us unique, you got to sort of flock together. You got to find the people that are you know because they're not they they may not be in your school. Yeah, they may not be. In your church or on your block, right? You know, you have to find your tribe. It, yes, you got to exactly. find your tribe, man. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like you guys are you know? my tribe. Yeah. You get it? Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's why we love having people like you on. I mean, we get to hear these cool stories and yeah. a perspective that we didn't hear before, and it's just, it's great, man. Yep. It's yeah. great. Yeah, there's, you know, there's just things that you know, even during readings that I've had, and I never claimed to be one of those psychic mediums that have all the answers because I don't. I don't. I only know what I see in front of me or what Mm -hmm. I feel. And I keep it really honest with them. And there's times um, I can't read you. You know? Mm -hmm. And I will tell them. I, You know what? There might be a reason behind it. I trust it. Uh, Maybe it's not a good time to read you. Maybe if I gave you a wrong message, it would spiral you into a depression. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I always say yeah. the the good angels know more than I do, and I trust it. So right. there's so many unexplained things out there, you know, spirit-wise, you know, ghosts and demons and angels and that nobody really has the answers. And all I can do is speak my own truth of what I personally experience. Yep. I've never seen a Bigfoot. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it's just a big bear. But, right. you know, it's hard to say. I'm not going to say there is or isn't because I haven't seen one. Right. So, and, you know, yeah. just like with aliens, you mm-hmm. know, I'm always really skeptical with aliens. I don't know if it's true. I think it's yeah. fascinating. I think they're a little creepy. Yes. At least the yeah. little green men with the crazy heads, you know, that's creepy. But, right. Um, right. I don't know. Maybe there yeah. is. Maybe there's life out it's there. It's a weird, yeah. It's a weird world. It's a weird world. Yeah. And we're only, we only know what we know. Yeah. And we're pretty, we're pretty, uh, we're still kind of early in the um, in the uh, human evolution. Oh yeah. As far as what we understand. Oh, yeah. You know, and that's proven, I think, on a daily basis. <laughs> not just, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not just on Facebook, but oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, man. It's it's. Uh, it's pretty amazing, but but that's why we do this uh, show because we wanted to give people a platform to come on here, tell their weird stories, and nobody's judging. And it's just like you just get an opportunity to tell your stories when oftentimes people won't share those stories with even their closest friends. Yeah, like exactly. that's true. You know, I've I've and gotten and 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 you, you know, when growing up being so close and never saying anything, and Barry and I, who we also grew up together, oh, also wow. had. Yeah, we've known Barry and I have known each other since before we were born. Our moms were pregnant at the same time. That's how far back we go. That's why you guys Um, have beards. 
Yeah. <laughs> but, um, I was kidding. That was corny. <laughs> we both had weird experiences where we saw, uh, well, we, we saw UFOs in, wow. in Oklahoma, and, but we never mentioned it to each other until, you know, in our 20s. So, Isn't that so, yeah. something? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. what what was it that made you decide to talk about it? Was it were you watching the same show or what? Um, no, I I I don't even know really what what sparked it. Well, I no, I I I told Barry uh, my story because I used to tell my uh, I used to tell friends and stuff because people liked hearing it. Um, and Barry, I he shared for the first time on here on the podcast when we were talking to somebody. And then Barry shared his own story about this experience that he and his dad had that I had never known about. And I think that was probably the, – the, both of those were early episodes. Okay. Um, yeah. When Barry talked about – Yeah, but, and, it's, but it was one of those things you bury for so long you'll talk about it. And then it just like, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, like, yeah. And then I had to go back and I had to ask my dad because my dad is so – He's like your mom. He's a very religious, sort of spiritual guy, Very, but he's very conservative. And I was like, okay, if he remembers this, then it was real. And yeah. for sure, he was just like, yeah, I remember that. And he's like, I still don't know what that was. So, wow. Yeah, but like your clock story, like that's a little confirmation that what you're seeing was real. Yeah. And your mom got to experience yeah. it. Yeah. I in, go ahead, sorry. I was saying that's also obviously her trying to make that bridge, you know, to reach to you about yeah. those things that are very uncomfortable for her right. because that's not part of her daily life. And that's right. not her part of her understanding yeah. of how the universe works. Yeah. So yeah. And her yeah. making that effort. So. And you know, she's passed away now, but I, I sure wish uh, that while she was around, she could have talked to me more about it because mm. I remember her saying that when she was a little girl, she saw things that her grandmother did that scared mm. her. Oh, wow. And oh. I really wish that she could have opened up more about it, but I guess I'll never know, or maybe one day I'll find out. Who knows? But, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's interesting how people yeah. handle it. Yep. You know, yep. it's, it's funny. Um, it is. I have um, one more little short one for you. Oh, yeah. Cool. Great. <laughs> okay. Well, this was a reading that I had um, a, a while, long while ago with a young woman. Uh, her relative who had passed away years ago had shown up during this reading. And it was someone that she really trusted, you know, like a grandparent or a, a friend. So, but this ancestor of hers had warned her about her current love interest, her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Warned her, gave her a warning. Um, during this reading, I was shown that this man had two faces and we've all known people that had two faces. They're nice to you. And, and then, you know, as soon as you walk away, they talk about you. Um, so one face was what he shows to her and her family. And the second face was his true self and the darker self really. But, um, there were some other disruptive things that came up that she was able to confirm, but. I have a golden rule that if it comes up during a reading with me, it's worth taking seriously, mm-hmm. or at least to consider. Mm-hmm. Um, spirits of our ancestors know more about what's going on than we do. So don't be stubborn and 
not listen to the warning. But um, it was interesting that she was able to confirm, like, yeah, you're right. My mom has said this about him or that and gave me a heads mm-hmm. up. Well, she, you know, the reason she doesn't like him. And, and sometimes when we're in love with someone or we have feelings for someone, we don't want to hear it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if it comes from an ancestor or a friend or a college friend that passed away or and uh, I'd say take it a little more seriously than than maybe what your family is saying. Mm, sure. There, there has to sure. be. I mean, that's not a weird story, but it's just that's interesting true, perspective. Yeah. Yeah, no, Definitely. it's so true. Yeah. I, that must be a tough situation when you're when you're when you're sitting with someone and you're doing that and you're getting some information that I mean there's got to be times when you're like do I really do I really want to share that do I want to get into this definitely know? and that's why in the very beginning um, when I meet someone they come see me or we're doing FaceTime now it's FaceTime we do everything FaceTime if it's a brand new person the first thing I usually say is. Sometimes very personal things will come up. Mm. For instance, mm. um, maybe a suicide or a murder or um, mm. an abortion or miscarriage mm. or even yeah. um, personal abuse. Like you were abused as a child or right. mentally abused with a spouse. Um, it can be very hard things to talk about. Mm-hmm. And I always let them know we don't have to talk about it. You're the boss. Right. You know, but if spirit brings it up, maybe think about listening to the message um, because it might be a a message of healing or a message of hope. And I've had situations where women have had miscarriages Mm. or or Mm. someone died by suicide. Um, And those are always tough subjects. But I always tell them I'm not going to hold anything back from you. Because I would be doing you a disservice. Yeah, that's um, true. And sometimes yeah. things don't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, I had a reading once, and we were talking, and and um, all of a sudden I heard the sound of turkeys. You know that that sound they make with their throat. Yeah. That uh, yeah. you know I can't, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. duplicate it. And um and I, there were some other things. You know the smell of cookies, um and uh, Thanksgiving and. Um, then the sound of turkeys and then my client instantly started crying she's like I said is this your brother she's like yes because he was the one that always captured the turkey he was the one that always you know prepared it for Thanksgiving and this is his first year so that's for me a good example of why I don't hold anything back because it doesn't make sense to me but it may make a lot of sense to you Right. So um, I even had uh, smelly feet. <laughs> no joke. I, I had a mother come see me, and uh, I was explaining. Uh, like I saw, you know, uh, there was details in the reading, and I was trying to figure out who this male was to her. And it and it didn't feel like a spouse. It didn't feel like a brother. It felt like more like her child. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there was some sort of accident. Um, there was some sort of. I said, and then I start smelling dirty feet, smelly like gym socks. You yeah, know, who yeah, 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 good? yeah. And I'm looking at myself <laughs> like I just showered. You know, I'm looking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My dog in the room. And what is this? So I'm not saying anything. 
So I'm like, what is that smell? It's distracting me. Yeah. So I said, you know, I just got to ask you, um, I smell dirty feet. Does this mean something to you? And she started laughing. She said, yes, it was a running joke in the family. He had really bad athlete's feet and smell. Oh, that's He hilarious. had to go to the doctors. <laughs> and that was his way of lightening the mood. Wow. That's funny. Isn't that that's crazy? Funny. Like, All right. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. I, that's awesome. I had one um, real briefly. I had a. This was two about two weeks ago. I had a mother who lost her son. Um, it was in a tragic accident. Um, I, he didn't give me the details of his passing, but it was just—I was confused because—and I told her that I'm like, I'm confused. What, what's going on here? I said, uh, he's standing in front of me, and I—he keeps talking about. Well, I'm going to get that grill. And I'm like, okay. He's not talking about a grill for his car. He's talking right. about a grill for his teeth. <laughs> and <laughs> I, because I always ask when I do a reading, I says, tell, and, I, and I address it to spirit. I say, tell me something that I don't obviously know that maybe this person knows. You know, and sometimes they give me that information and sometimes they don't. They can be vague. Yeah. And he started talking about, I'm going to go get that grill. And so I told her that. And she's like, oh, my God, that's him. He was always threatening to do that for his graduation pictures. He's going to get a grill. Oh, that's funny. And I'm like, wow, even more reason why I don't hold anything back. Wow. You know what that's I mean? That's amazing. So, yeah. 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 It's, wow. It's a weird world, I tell you. It's a weird world. <laughs> and and Robin Robin, thank you for coming on to experience we can experience your weird weird world. Yeah. We yes. really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to meet you both and meet your audience and and, and this was so much fun. So thank you for that. Do you have a way of uh, do you have like a website or something that people can contact you? I sure do. It's called Robin ellabarajas.com and that's Robin R-O-B-I-N and then E-L-L-A for Ella and then my last name Barajas which is B-A-R A-J-A-S dot com and it's a website and you can send me a message um, that way and check me out cool Uh, cool I have a if you have time real briefly I have all the time in the world uh, Barry, if you have time, I'm curious about your yeah. process, about how a reading kind of goes in general, okay. like what you do. Um, how is that? Can you describe that? Sure. You uh, you want me to walk through a little bit, like how I conduct yeah. myself? Okay. Yeah. So I usually, not 100% of the time, when someone contacts me, I either, I'm going to just make up a name. John mm-hmm. Smith okay. contacts me. Um, all I have on their their information is just John Smith and their phone number. And we might email back and forth, scheduling a time. I don't know John Smith. It could be a made-up name. I've had mm-hmm. people make up names. You know, and then during the reading, they say, I have a secret. You know, my name is really Sarah. It's not Nancy. I'm like, oh, I have right. a feeling, but that's okay. I don't like to know anything about you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know if you're married. I don't want to know where you live. Well, 
sometimes I back up. Sometimes I need to know where you live, like the state, so that we can match the time zones. Right. Yeah. But um, I don't want to know that you're a secretary or you're a principal at a school. I don't want to know anything. So when we finally meet up, um, say eleven o'clock tomorrow morning, we'll meet up um, on FaceTime. Um, before that, about twenty minutes beforehand, I set the tone for myself. I like to light a little candle, puts me in the mood. It's like being romantic, you know. And I, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I always wash my hands mm-hmm. because to me that's a sign of respect, even though I'm doing it in my house. Right. And I wash my hands up to my elbows, and I go and do a prayer. I ask for God, Mother Earth, you know, my ancestors, and I wonder who's John Smith or who is Sarah? Who's this person I'm going to meet with? Does she have brown hair? Does she have blonde hair? I try to imagine what this person looks like. Mm. And I I just ask for guidance. Help me help them with mm-hmm. whatever it is that they need. You know, like I said, I'm just a messenger. I don't have all the answers. But maybe you need some encouragement with your job. Or maybe your son passed away. Or, you know, I don't know what it is. And um, when I meet up with you, I... I always say in the very beginning, it's nice to meet you. You know, I'm Robin, and I don't hold anything back. If you have questions for me, I'll answer them the best I can. And sometimes they, they're curious about me. Are you married? Mm-hmm. You know, do you have kids? Where do you live? Um, and I, like I touched on before, is that I say when I when I do this reading, you know, we obviously just met, and I don't hold anything back. I don't ever mean to be disrespectful, but sometimes things, hard subjects come up. Like, again, you know, being molested or hurts or miscarriages. Mm -hmm. And um, I let them know that they're in control. And sometimes they're nervous. They're scared. They don't know what to think. Who's Robin and and what's she all about? I try my best to put them at ease. And because the more relaxed they are, the easier it is for me to read them. Mm -hmm. So I always say, you know, I ask them, I want you to treat me like your best friend. So we meet up for 30 minutes to an hour. And I want you to see me as someone that you've known for 20 years. You know, sit back on your couch, eat popcorn while we talk. And take notes, whatever you want to do, and and then I get into it, you know. That's and cool. for me, it's all about what I feel, mm-hmm. what I sense. And spirit is funny. I have had spirit come in the door, you know. And I always say they mimic their life. So if someone is really loud, and you know, like my father, like hey everyone, you know, that's how he is in spirit. With me, at least. He's like, hey, Robin. Oh, my God, my dad's here. Um, a lot of times, they come back that way, too. If your grandmother was very quiet and passive, she may not have a message for you. She might just stand there and wave. Right. Hi, or, you know, give you a symbol of love, and that's it. Whereas Billy Bob walked in, and I've had him say, oh, my name is Billy. I lived in Nebraska. I had eight kids. I had a farm. Oh, I fell and broke my neck on the tractor, you know, and I, I had to go to the hospital or I had cancer. Spirit sometimes 
tells me a lot of information. And sometimes they're just like, hi, I'm here. Wow. Yeah. When, when, when they tell you, is it like, is it like you hear it? Like they're talking, like phys- physically, like I'm talking to you now, or is it some kind of like, like impression that you're getting? I'm just curious about that. Yeah, it's like a um, a mind thing. Like mm-hmm. you have a thought in your head, like I need to go to the bank today, so I gotta go to the bank. I gotta go get gas. It's like the same thing. Okay. Um, it's it's hard for me to explain it. Um, I have heard spirit call my name. Um, and I thought, oh, someone's in my house. Let me go check. Thought maybe it's my sister or my cousin, you know, a family member. Yeah, yeah. And there's no one here. They say, Robin. Um, they're trying to get my attention. But it's usually um, I can feel what they're saying. I can sense what they're saying. I can hear them. But sometimes I have to match frequencies in a way. It's kind yeah. of strange. Yeah. It's like a radio station. Sure. Yeah. You gotta tune yeah. in just right. And I I even ask them, like, I see you, I can describe you to your loved one, but I can't hear you. Can mm. you come to my frequency or help me come to your frequency? And yeah. and sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. You know, I had one and you guys are gonna laugh. You got thirty seconds? You got a minute? Oh, we got yeah. all, oh, yeah. Yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. I yeah. had um, uh, a, a mother and a daughter come see me. They came as a team. Um, this is when I was living in the Bay Area, and they came to see me. I never forget the story. Um, the daughter had lost her husband by death by an accident. There was an accident, and he passed away. Young man. He was late 30s. She was upset, you know, of course, during the reading, and... Um, he said some very personal things and I could hear him say something inappropriate. And I'm sitting here, sitting at my dining table going, Oh my gosh, do I say this out loud? (laughs) I'm kind of embarrassed. Um, and I said, I said, I need to talk to him for a second. So I addressed myself to him. I said, I know you want me to tell her this, but I feel a little uncomfortable. So her mom starts laughing. She's like, well, I have to use the restroom anyway. So I'll be back in a minute. Uh. (laughs) Okay. It's down the hall to the left. She takes off. And the the daughter looks at me and she's like, oh, my God, what is he going to say? Or what's he even saying? I said, oh, my goodness. I said, I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm not going to hold it back. When you got up to refill your water... He made a comment about your booty. <laughs> I don't know what I can say on the radio, but that's oh, yeah. he he said the you know your ass you know yeah yeah like in the in the and he made a gesture like he was grabbing it and he was like oh I love it and I said that's exactly what he said and she started laughing she said that was his favorite part of me. And I'm That's like, funny. okay. I said, I, I, That's funny. I felt embarrassed, but this is a true story. That's amazing. <laughs> how, how many of those readings can you do physically a day, like without it draining you? Oh, you know what? Each one is so different. Um, I could have one scheduled for a day, and it will sap my energy. It's all about um, 
uh, being balanced mm -hmm. in a lot of ways. I walk around barefoot outside in the grass, and I do a lot of nature walking. And I did some today yeah. before this uh, podcast because I wanted to be nice. in the right frame yeah. of mind. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, be clear-headed, and um, it all depends. Sometimes readings are very basic, you know, like, hi, I miss you, I'm fine, oh, you know, your birthday's coming up, da-da-da-da-da, they're acknowledging certain things, and then other readings are really deep, like, family yeah. members hate each other, you know, um, one is apologizing, one spirit's apologizing to another spirit, uh, wow. or they have a family member that's afraid to move on, I've had that, okay. yeah. where they show yeah. up, and I'm like, they haven't gone to the other side. They're afraid. And I had a feeling that they're they're afraid because they weren't so nice when they were wow. alive. They were kind of mean. Yeah. And now they're like, uh-oh, I'm going to be judged and I'm afraid. But right. it depends. You know, I know that's kind of a long way around the story, but, you know, what you were asking. But I can do maybe four or five readings in a day. Uh, and that's me having a really good day. I keep yeah. things mellow, and I yeah. I always give myself at least a half hour in between each client, and I'll sage, and I'll maybe eat a sandwich or step outside and relax in my chair. And then, yeah. Um, right. And I take care of myself. I have to. And, That's good. And I know my boundaries. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, I'm kind of tired this week. I think I'm only going to schedule, you know, two days a week. Mm -hmm. But right. my schedule's pretty busy, and it fluctuates a lot. Sometimes it's, I'll have two, three weeks off, and I'm like, wow, this is great. And then yeah. all of a sudden, I'm slammed with, you know, like emails, yeah. text messages, mm -hmm. private messages, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. And I love it because not only are people reaching out for readings, but some people feel comfortable asking me about poltergeist things. You know, they're mm. like, I have something in my house and I don't know how to get rid of it. You know, I've been invited to mm -hmm. different investigations. And, you know, I'm not an I don't want to consider myself an expert, but I just know what I feel. Right. And right. Um, I guess it's working because I get. Most of the, I don't do any advertising. This is the first time I've ever been on the radio. Yes, I have a website, That's but cool. but I don't look for people. I mm -hmm. don't I don't knock on people's doors. Yes, I have business yeah. cards, but I'm not throwing them around everywhere. And sure. you know, it's all word of mouth. You know, if you That's great. if you love me and you like me, and you felt comfortable with me, you're probably going to tell your cousin or your coworker. And I've had so many people. Who made appointments with me and say we book you out next week or two weeks from now and they tell like oh my god i told my co-workers i was coming to come see you you know or i told my family and now my mom wants to meet you and now her sister wants to meet you and so it's a weird networking that's, but it's pretty that's cool awesome yeah that's awesome yeah. i mean it's the way it should be yeah you know yeah that's very cool thank you Sweet. Well, okay. I think we got a good episode, yeah, Robin. Definitely. Thank oh, you again. I hope so. I hope it's successful for you. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it'll be great. <laughs> yeah. It will be. Absolutely. Thank you wow. very much. Yeah, thank, thank you. 
Mm-hmm. Those those are fantastic stories, and it's really cool to learn about your process as well. Thank you so yeah. much. And if you want to um, friend me, you can always send me a friend request at Robin Ella Barajas on Facebook. A lot of my clients are on there, so because mm-hmm. sometimes they lose my phone number, and that way they can okay. private message me. Yeah. So feel free to do that if you want. I don't have like one of those fancy personal pages. It's just a regular old yeah. Facebook. It's just cool. me, a little bit of my life, and sometimes I share stories, but I don't. I never put details, private details, like people's mm-hmm. names. Yeah, I, I'm big on yeah. confidentiality. So yeah, cool. sure. It was so great to meet great. you all. It's great meeting you too. You too. Thanks I again. Have, maybe I'll meet up with you again sometime. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah we do. Hey, and we love it. We anytime you got stories, we love hearing stories. People okay. are welcome back. Any uh, in the we we have we've had several people return and tell us more stories or new stories even. Yeah. Um, oh, that's if, right. I'd love know, to do that. I keep yeah. track of stories. I if I find something that's interesting during a reading, immediately afterwards I start typing it out because I don't want to cool. lose the details. And yeah. Then, yeah. So I oh, have great. A ton of them. Cool. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Robin, we'll let you go. Yep. You have a good evening. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. You're listening to the What Your Weird Story podcast. You probably knew that already because you're listening or downloaded to the episode off of your iTunes or your Spotify or whatever place you get your podcast from. We want to thank you for listening. We also want to remind you to like us, follow us, subscribe to us, make sure that you get your new podcast episode every week. We'd also like to ask you to rate and review so that we can grow our audience. We can have more friends. We can have more stories. So thanks for listening to What's Your Weird Story. Robin was a really awesome guest. She told some great stories. And mm-hmm. uh, the story that the first story that she was talking about with the she heard the intruder come in through her kitchen window <sighs> and and you know, she's terrified. And it's all she can do to you know, get into her mom's room and, uh, she must've been just, uh, beside herself. So that was a creepy story for sure. Dude, definitely one of the, the, the it, it scariest, most intense kinds of stories that we've heard on here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I didn't know where that was going. Uh, and just, just putting myself in that place because that's you know what i definitely tend to do when i'm listening to the stories is like i put myself in in their shoes as much as i can and geez dude i just i don't know it's just super scary and for it to be nothing no one there but also impossible for those sounds to be made you yeah. know, yeah, because if they had changed the 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 living room that or the uh, the not the living room but the the kitchen stuff, yeah, it reminded me of a time when I was probably about thirteen or fourteen years old, old enough to where my imagination shouldn't have gotten the better of me, yeah, you know, yeah, but I remember for a while after watching this document quote-unquote documentary uh, about vampires, um, just being so 
scared of a vampire or like Jason or somebody busting through my bedroom window at night and taking me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's completely irrational, but like I was just there be, I would be so fearful, you know? I, I mean, uh, that honestly probably was with me and I I mean, well into my, you know, 10 or 11 year old mind, you know, like the, the shit would freak me out, man, as a kid. I remember like I would get, I'd get weird about like having my feet dangle off the end of the bed. You know what I mean? Even though, like, I really knew it didn't, that was not a thing. It didn't, that, you know, my, nobody was going to pull me, you know, out of my bed or whatever. But it just, I don't know. It's one of those things. You just, as a kid, you know, your imagination and and all that is just like times, you know, a hundred, you know, and, 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 uh, so everything's a possibility, you know? Um, but yeah, that's scary, dude. I, I don't know. I don't know how how would I would have reacted, but it would yeah. not. I may not have even got out of the bedroom to get yeah. over to my parents. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, and the thing is, is you know, I knew that mine was my imagination. I was old enough and smart enough to know that these things couldn't happen because yeah. Dracula wasn't real, Jason yeah, yeah. wasn't real. But yeah, I still had this fear. Of course, you yeah. know, and because what if he but, is real? What if he is right? Real? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what our vampires are real and you know but you know right. but like i'd never seen anything like that or any you know yeah. so i was you know i convinced myself that you know this is silly but it's still i couldn't get past that but to have these abilities that robin has yeah and to know that there's you know things happen and that there's other things going on mm-hmm. to know it not just kind of imagine it like i did yeah you know and then have that experience yeah you know, on top of, you know, like she said, she was living in a kind of a rough neighborhood and all of that stuff. And God, I just. Yeah. I love it that the, she had the clock experience with her mom, too, because that kind of confirms, mm-hmm. you know, because she'd seen the, the clock and it was moving, you know, it would move, all, you know, to the other side of the TV and she never says anything. And then her mom, a couple of years later, is like, hey, um, I'm going to tell you something and I don't want you to think I'm weird, but this right. is happening. That's yeah. just, that's gotta be a, you know, an amazing feeling to know that, yeah. okay, I'm not just seeing things and this yeah. is real, which well, I mean, especially it, since, especially since her mom was so adamant about these things weren't happening. These yep. things weren't real and yep. all of that kind of stuff. She didn't want to acknowledge all that type of stuff. Yeah. It's funny how you tiptoe around each other in a family. Sometimes yeah. you respect each other's privacy and your, you know what I mean? You, sometimes you don't yeah. want to pry, but uh, yeah. that was, and it sounds like her, her siblings has have, um, have abilities, you know, um, yeah. and her nieces. And uh, it's really, it's 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 an interesting thing, and we've had a few psychics on um, lately, and um, they're always interesting to talk to, you know, yeah, to yeah. get their perspective on things. And and the fact that she is willing, you know, she's like, look, I may or may not get you, I may or may not get the reading, you know, and that mm-hmm. and that just happens. So I think yeah. that's 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 an honest way of looking at it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she definitely has a gift, uh, and you know. Just and, and also, just again, 
the positivity that she has and it's just exudes as a human yeah. being, as a person, just so bubbly and just full of life and just, you know, yeah. very positive and that just radiates from her. So we yeah. appreciate that. Uh, and we appreciate you being a guest, Robin. We had a lot of fun talking to you. Those were great stories. Absolutely. Yeah. You guys should get in touch with us if you want to be a guest. If you've got mm-hmm. a, an idea, you know, a story that's kind of been, you know, eating at you, maybe maybe you want to, you know, unload it on some people uh, that you don't know very well, which is, I think, <laughs> sometimes the easiest thing to do. You know, mm-hmm. we, we would love to have you on. So, um yeah, I just want to I want to throw out that and uh, let people know we're always looking for storytellers. Yeah, always looking. And you can also you can write in your story and email it to us if you don't want to tell us in person. Um, you can write it in, and we'll have a read on the air. And you can send that to uh, our email address is pod. That's wywspod at gmail dot com, uh, or you can send it to our Facebook. Or through our social media sites, you can contact us through there. Um, or you can leave us a, a message on the hotline, which is uh, 513-909-9821. And, uh, you know, we can try to we'll set up a conversation to be had. And, and Or, you know, you can leave a message there. We can just play the message on the show if you want to leave an audio recorded message like that. Um, you know, we just we love talking to you guys. We love hearing your stories. And it's just so much fun, and we're creeping up on the creepy time of the year. Yeah. And so, you know. Oh, okay. So I have. Very uh, exciting. Very I'm, exciting. I'm incredibly excited. So I am planning a uh, really interesting anniversary trip with my wife, which we're going to go to uh, the Salem, Massachusetts area. Oh, and, nice. Uh, and we're going to do some Salem uh, around Halloween, uh, some Salem sort of uh, ventures, and also up into Maine and um, Rhode Island area. So looking forward to it, man. It's going to be fun. Very cool. Very cool. You'll have to see if you can go on any ghost tours yeah, and man, stuff. That's part of the that's part of the plan, man. Yeah, the, awesome, wi- the wife loves Halloween, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. You remember how I convinced her? Was it last year that they changed <laughs> yeah, the day? Yeah, yeah, That was hilarious. <laughs> that was great. That was funny. <laughs> uh, that was good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Awesome. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, we will see you again next week at this time, whatever you're listening to it, or uh, tomorrow at this time, if you're listening to it after We've released it, and uh, we'll see you next time. How about that? We'll hear you'll hear us next time. We've got another. Uh, well, actually, next week we have some we have some really cool stories of another um, psychic medium, and um, Margie who has just gobs of stories, yeah. and we just stretch the surface. Yeah, and some amazing stuff. So join us then, and. We'll have uh, you'll have a blast as we do every week. We hope you have a blast every week sitting with us and hearing these stories and just enjoying the community of Weirdsville. So until then, dear friends, be safe, be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. 
If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Until next time, be safe. Be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.